everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports. This is at the buzzer, and we're joined, as always, by Jack Tiernan. Jack, how you doing? Fine, I'm good, thanks, man. How are you? Doing quite well. Um, I guess let's just get into it. The NBA Finals currently at the time of recording, which is 9.38 on Wednesday, 7.14. Um, it is the Suns winning not only this game, but leading the series 2-1. to one. Jack, what have you seen so far in the Finals? Um, we have seen Giannis Antetokounmpo put a team on his back mm-hmm. to one game that has they've won so far. Yep. Uh, we have seen uh, DeAndre Ayton emerge as a bona fide third star, which I think a couple segments ago I was like, yeah, he's not that third guy. He's like, he's close. I'm wrong. He's good. He, he heard you, um, clearly. He did. He he watched Wicked Good Sports, and mm-hmm. he was like, wow, dude, Jack is ripping me apart. I gotta, I gotta do something here. <laughs> gotta step up. Um, he was in the locker room before the game, <laughs> swatching. <laughs> You do it. He he was he was like you know he's right, man. I gotta I gotta step it up, and he did. He he proved me wrong. So all power to him. Uh, I thought he was a sketchy number one overall pick uh, three years ago now or two years ago, and and he has proved me wrong. He's really showing up in the finals. Um, not to say CP3 and um, Devin Booker are not doing their job, but I think it certainly goes to prove that you really need three guys who can do it. Um, Whereas the Bucks are sitting here with Giannis and sometimes Chris Middleton, and that's really all they have. Right. So, I think that I think that is probably what we're going to look at. I think we both said like Suns in five or six, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's probably what we're going to end up with. Yeah. Well, we got to win these two for five, but six seems yeah potentially doable. So we'll see. Um, I guess on that train of thought, as Anyone really like surprised you, disappointed you in the finals for either team? Um, I think what is surprising is given how Giannis has played in the playoffs for the most part, uh, his performance in Game Three where he really turned the Jets on and he put up like an insane stat line. I think it was forty-one or forty-two points. I don't remember which. Uh, and forty-one and like thirteen or something like that. It was right. stupid numbers. Uh, I don't have them in front of me, but. Um, I think he's proving like, yeah, like I'm still here and I'm still really friggin' good. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think, again, I touched on it before. I think Aiton's play really has kind of elevated a little bit. Yeah, uh, right. He doesn't look as lost out there against these guys, mm-hmm. um, and he's really putting up some sweet rebounding numbers. Um, and that's what he's there for because uh, you've got Book and CP3 to shoot the lights out and pass, but uh, he really just needs to sit under the rim, kind of do his job out there. Uh, and I think he's done a good job. I think. Uh, lastly, I think you got your guys CP3 and Book, and they're just kind of they're playing. I would say pretty average for like what they're you know what they're good for. Um, it'd be interesting to see what the box score looks like after this game, though. Yeah, no, no doubt. I think um, if the Suns hang on here in the series and win, what do you think this does for CP3's legacy overall? I know we've had a lot of fun like being like, oh, I hope it happens, but now that it seems like. It is, like, right it's, there yeah. for the taking. I just want to get your thoughts on, like, what this means for him. As a, we were talking before the show, like, about the 2008 uh, USA team, which we'll get to the current team in a moment. But, uh, yeah, oh. um, yeah he's a part of that. Like, it, it's been so long. He's been such, like, a good player for so long to finally be at the point where he could win an NBA Finals. What do you think that would mean for his legacy? 
No, that's a great question. Um, I was looking through. This is weird, but I was looking through a bunch of like old NBA drafts on a flight uh, a couple days ago, and I was just kind of going through the list, and I'm like, man, CP3 was only drafted in like 2008, I think it was, or 2007. I can't remember which. Right. But right. either way, it was relatively recent, I thought, uh, compared mm-hmm. to like LBJ and Dwayne Wade. So he yeah. still like technically has some years in the tank, right? That's uh, right. granted, he's no superhuman like LeBron, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. But I think overall, man, I think you win a ring and suddenly like you get a lot more respect. Like you have a bunch of guys out there like Charles Barkley um, who haven't won anything, frankly, have gotten really close, but like are still regarded as pretty good players. I think once you have a ring in your possession, right, you have that title in hand, you're kind of, you're more respected throughout the league. Like, yeah, you were good, but did you win a title? And if CP3 wins this, he can say, yeah. So I think, I think that does really, cement him as one of the better, or I guess you could say a point god, right? And right. It cement him as somebody who can do something like that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think, like, we looked at someone like Kevin uh, Durant, for instance. Like, yeah. A player who was amazing, but had, couldn't win. You know, he kept falling short in the playoffs. He goes to the Warriors. He wins a couple championships. Now it's like, okay, his legacy secured, you know. Whatever happens from here on out, he'll go down as one of the best like players to ever play, and it, it really you know speaks to how important that ring is. Um, or yeah. even for instance, did Carmelo Anthony ever win one? I don't believe so. Right? No, I don't yeah, think he has so anything. He, speaking of that era of players, he's one of like the best players from that era, but he didn't win a ring. So it's going to be interesting to see. Like, obviously, we grew up watching him, and we know how yeah. talented he was. Um, oh, God. But will his legacy, like, carry for, you know, younger fans who didn't get to see him, who, you know, I don't know Charles Barkley as anyone other than the funny guy on TNT, you know. <laughs> I, I didn't get to watch him. Um, so I don't have, you know, the necessarily lens to look through what kind of player he was. I wonder if, like, that will be the same for Carmelo Anthony, and maybe that can be avoided for right. this ball here. That's a good question, or a good point, rather, right? Like, I think, and you know you go watch Carmelo and, and KD, actually, and they have, I don't want to say similar games because they don't really, but, cause, but like, they're both really prolific offensive guys, right? They're, they're not known for their defense, really, especially Carmelo a couple of years back, right? But I think, I think that's a really, like, good way to look at it, whereas a ring definitely cements greatness, and there is always, like, a what if if you don't ever get to that point. Right, like, what if Carmelo was in the league for those like three years where he was kind of bounced around between like OKC and Houston? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at one point he was traded to either the Clippers or the Hornets, and they waived him. But like, they the yeah. team like did this really weird tweet that like had his jersey and was like, "Thanks, Carmelo," and it was like really strange. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have, like, I have yeah, to find that. Remind me to find that. <laughs> yeah, it was really really cringy. Um, but. Uh, it's it's stuff like that, man. And, it, of course, we're going to look at Carmelo because he definitely was one of those upper echelon players. But then you come back to guys like, I think, right now, he and CP3 are kind of in the same category where, like, guys who are really good but couldn't quite get their team over the hump. And I think if if the Suns win this, I think you can reclassify CP3 as a dude who was able to really just kind of go in and change the culture mm-hmm. and, and change the ability to win for a team. Yeah, I know, especially, like, when the Suns are just so bad before him. So, uh, oh, yeah. you know, I I didn't bring up, you know, Carmelo Anthony just 
to crap on him. Um, but <laughs> I do recall him saying at one point, like, you know, he's as proud of his gold medals as he is, as he would be a championship ring. Um, and that seemed silly at the time, but maybe not so silly anymore because our Team USA is not doing that great, Jack, in these exhibition matches. Are they just not trying no. that hard, or is this something to worry about? Man, I think that's a good... Oh, God, I hope it's not something to worry about, dude. I just, like... It shouldn't be, right? There, since I saw a stat today that said... Um, I think the Team NBA from 2008 to 2016 was, mm. like, 54-2. and two, Something like that. Yeah, uh, not surprised. And now we are 0-2. Mm. So it's like... Shit, dude like like let's let's figure it out let's get something going here we have it's not like we are lacking talent you look at that roster and you put that in the nba and you're like this is oh, unfair right. like yeah right like it's i don't see i think and i've seen a lot of articles about this maybe you've seen this as well and i don't know if you've watched any like highlights from the games or not and i've just only seen a little bit of clips here and there whereas it's a bunch of dudes who are like basically playing in what the old timers would call it like a soft NBA, right? Where you go and you fall into a guy and you get the foul and then you get to go to the line and shoot too. Whereas now it's like you have to actually rely on scoring and passing and like you can't get away with these like superstar whistles here. Um, you got to actually like shoot the ball and like be a basketball player only and not like a half actor too. You know, like it's, 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 um, a little scary, I think, but I think these guys definitely have the talent to turn it on. Because if you lose to retirement home Patty Mills in Australia, like it, I don't see that happening again, frankly. Right. Yeah, that's definitely something we're gonna keep an eye on as the you know Olympics draw nearer. And God, it would, it would just be very disappointing if we uh, if Ugh. the USA didn't win the gold medal in basketball of all things. Would be pathetic. Yeah. It's like we're essentially a lock, right? You know, it usually every year, yeah. every year, and so. right. And you have a, definitely a better team than like the FIBA team from a couple of years back or last year or two years ago, whatever that was. So like, what's going on here, guys? Come on, figure it out. Oh man, we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, just very good conversation here. I think uh, I think once we know who wins the championship, we'll, we'll be able to have a deeper dive into the yeah. legacy and all that talk but uh because hey maybe the bucks turn it around maybe they, they make could a run and we we look foolish for talking up the sun so much but uh, a lot of crap on the bun uh the bucks yeah yeah i almost said the buns the buns and the, the there's the bucks and the suns that's nice yep what we a can great bind team. them to the buns <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right jack anything else you want to add before we get on out of here uh i think I think we got to talk about um, the Giannis and Thanasis stat. I don't know if you've heard this. Uh, it was the most points in a finals game scored by two brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giannis scored 41 and Thanasis scored zero. It was yep. a great, great time to watch them both play. Uh, yep. Thanasis did not get off the bench, but it was still funny to say that, that is, they're now record holders. Congrats, guys. Yep. Really happy for you. <laughs> it was very Brutal. impressive. Uh, <laughs> you know, I appreciate it that uh they made that stat i don't know if he Me appreciates too. that they made that stat but uh <laughs> i think Giannis might i don't think Giannis probably does, does. <laughs> <laughs> oh man you gotta put that in the locker room <laughs> right okay. as you're leaving you know give a little hit on it right about the, yeah tap give it <laughs> yeah. a tap right mm-hmm. oh man so that, that was very good um maybe maybe tonight he'll actually get in there 
I hope so. I hope Let's so. We'll, I'll be checking the box score. Rooting for you, Thanasis. <laughs> Let's see it. Oh, man. All right, Jack. Where can we find you online? Sure thing. Best thing to uh, find me is on Twitter, and that's at Jack underscore Tiernan. Uh, definitely have some finals takes. Starting to switch into Red Sox season two, so if you're into baseball, mm-hmm. that's coming up. Um, but, of course, the finals are huge, uh, and it's fun to shit on uh, people like Lou Williams. Not Lou Williams, sorry. Like, um, oh, God. Pat Bev. I hate Pat Bev so much. So if you also hate Pat Bev, give me a follow. Uh, definitely have a lot of Pat Bev hate on my page right now. Alright, you gotta check him out there. And yeah, like Jack said, we're at the all-star break right now in the MLB. Maybe we'll start talking about it on the channel. Who knows? I don't know fuck, fuck all about baseball, so I'm gonna need a lot of help <laughs> for that. I just I got learned you. Don't about... Worry. Uh, um, oh god, what's his name? On the Angels, the pitcher okay. is also hit it. Yeah. Um, he's insane, but hey, he's unbelievable. <laughs> like, um, it sucks though that I learned about him through the Stephen H. Smith controversy surrounding him. But that's a topic oh, for another no. time. That's yeah, because I was like, oh, who's this guy? Let me look him up. And I was like, this guy is so good. <laughs> he's unbelievable. <laughs> so yeah, if you want uh, ill-informed MLB content, let us know in the comments below. Uh, this has been at the buzzer. That's Jack Tiernan. I'm Brian Marr. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fake Lines, B-M-A-R-R. Jack, did we say your Twitter already? Did. We sure did. Okay. I thought we did, but then I was like, what if we didn't? You're good. Just blow by it. All right. Um, <laughs> so this channel is Wicked Good Sports. The main channel is Wicked Good Everything. Our podcast channel is Better Radio. You can follow us on Twitter at Wicked Good Sport or at WG Everything. Instagram, Wicked Good Everything. Twitch, twitch.tv slash Wicked Good Everything. And TikTok, search Wicked Good Everything. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next one.